listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad? I'm all right, Steve. Thank you. You having a good week? Um, uh, we've had a very good week, yes. Yeah, lots of productive work and uh, lots of people turning up and... You know, as lockdown's now easing, people are coming to see us, and it's very, very nice. Lovely. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. If you, it's eased up on the old uh, weather this week. It's a bit cooler. So does that mean you've been in the studio more? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I've, I've been busy. Last week I was talking to you about the um, the portrait I did and I, with the black hair, and so, well, I managed to crack all that. Brilliant. And... Uh, I was very, very pleased with the end, end product, and I think other people will be too when they see it. Excellent, excellent. So, what are you working on next? Well, I've, I've, um, I've just, I've just started another picture, which is going to be rather uh, interactive, and I'll let you know. It's, it's, um, it's another bird, but bird with a difference. This is uh, what I've tried to do here is is uh, put a little bit of impressionism in as well. No, that's not quite right. I've said impressionism, but really it's more a stylistic, you know, it's a, rather than an actual bird and with feathers that look absolutely real. This doesn't particularly, it's representative of the bird, but, but um, artwork, you can get away with things like that. You can get away with things that Look at as long as it looks attractive, you know, and believable-ish, then you get away with it. And uh, I thought, well, I'll, I'll give this a go. And I wasn't sure whether I, I was going to actually finish it to start with. But I got halfway, and I, I took my own advice. Really, I thought, okay, well, I'm halfway through it. I might as well carry on, even if I scrap it. It's still I'm going to be. It's going to teach me um, something. But I carried on, and it was very attractive, and um, I, I'm, I'm sort of on the last legs now, so I'll, I'll let you see it when I've done it. Nice, nice. But it's it, very, very different, and I, I would like to have other people's points of view, because I view it differently, an artist always does, their own work, they look at it differently. So what I'm doing, I'm looking at it thinking, oh, it's not quite, you know, it doesn't quite look right, does it work? But when I look back on it, it does seem to work from an artistic point of view, from an impact. And I think if you, know, you put it on your wall um, in a frame, you wouldn't fail to get people saying, gosh, look at that. Do you see? Because it's different. Because so it's a different it's approach. It's different and it's not a complete bird. You know, there's it, it, a bit, tiny bit missing of it. And... It's on a very, very dark background, one of my favourite types of background, uh, but full of colour. So, that sounds good. I've not seen this yet, so I'm interested no, to no, see what it no, looks I, like. I haven't, I haven't shown you any bits of that yet, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you when I've finished it. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Is that on pastel mat? Are you doing that? Yes, it's, it is on dark grey plastic. Right? Funny enough, Steve, and I think people might be interested in this. I set up the picture, the pastelmet paper, right, uh, with a, with the intention of putting something else on it, and I 
went ahead with it and put the used the um, white trace down, which I do on very dark grey. And when I looked at it, I wasn't sure whether I wanted to carry on with it. It was all set out. Uh, uh, so I left it a day, went back to it, and thought, no, I don't really want to do this one. Do you know how, how you get sometimes? I don't want to do this one. So I rubbed it out. The, the white trace down, rubbed it out. How can you rub the white trace down out? It, well, you can. It works. What, with the rubber? A yeah. Yes, not with the – I would, didn't use my double-ended eraser. I used the uh, soft rubber. Worked very well. Rubbed it, completely cleaned it off, and uh, then did the new one, the one I'm doing. So what was the one so that you were going to do? I'm not telling her. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you'll do it again one day, maybe? No, I don't think I will. It was a picture which um, I, I'd had stored for a while. I will do this one. Um, but it, I just didn't like it. And I thought, no, this is not going to work. The thing is now, Steve, I can, I want to move on. I want to, I want to bring our members on. So what I want to do is not the same old, same old. I want to do something different. And by golly, this new one is different. They wouldn't have seen anything quite like it before. So, and this is what I'm looking for now. I'm looking at things that uh, advance our uh, membership and our um, skills. It's good that you sat on it for a day, isn't it? That you, you know, you. I always do that. You listened mm. to your intuition. You didn't just go, "Well, I'll try it anyway," because that could have led to you being no. quite disheartened, really. Well, I would look then at that as being a waste of time. When I said that uh, the one I'm working on now, I wasn't sure about when I got halfway through. Um, it was different and it was new and it was something that uh, was very challenging. So it was worth doing it for that reason, mm. but not something that's same old, same old and, uh, you know, seen it all before. So this is why I, and it's, it's, it's more exciting that way. Yeah. You want to do things that, yeah, maximize the time that you're putting into it. Right. Hmm. That's right. Exactly. Yes, I don't want to waste time. I mean, you know, I'm getting on now, and I, I every every day is precious. And if I waste time three days on a picture, I've wasted three days. Yeah, you'd rather do something that challenges you. That's right, or something that I enjoy doing, and I know is going to be well received. Mm. Very important mm. from everybody's point of view. Yours as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's good. That's really good. Well, I look forward to seeing that that new one. Um, we're still posting some pictures up on Instagram so people are seeing some of the work that you've been working on recently and some of the pictures we've been All talking right. about. So that's sort of – Instagram is like our preview kind of uh, preview right. page. Well, I did do uh, – I haven't sent it to you yet, but I did do one of the Instagram pictures you like with the monitor and the other oh, – yeah, yeah. this particular picture. So I can send that to you straight away. You Excellent. put that on. And people can see it then. They won't see it finished, but they can see it, uh, you know, at its halfway stage. <laughs> yeah, those pictures, people seem to like those pictures on Instagram. I think it's a nice setup. People can see your monitor and your pencils. They see everything, and I think they, yeah, they sort of yeah. see what you see. Yes, yes. I, I'm surprised at that, but, uh, you know, there, there you are. Um <laughs> I, I would I would have said no. You'd rather see the whole thing on the screen, you know, not all the paraphernalia and bits. So what do I know? 
I think it inspires people to see how you work and your desk and mm. um, it's a little behind the scenes, I suppose. I suppose that's what it yes, is. I can relate to that because I, I always like to watch programs that are behind the scenes of films and plays and different things and shows. Yeah. So, so I, I like to see that. So I suppose it's the same thing really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyway, so we've got a few things to talk about this week, a few emails that come in that we thought, oh, well, that would be a good topic for discussion on the podcast. Um, the first one is going to be um, related to a picture that was sent to us by one of our members, Hamida. And if you want to check out the picture that we're going to be talking about, it will be on the website as per the last couple of episodes. Um, if you can't get to see the picture, then hopefully this will still be interesting for you to hear. Hamida did the picture, did a picture of Snow White and it looks, it looks really beautiful. Um, but initially Hamida asked for some advice about the background, um, well, and some contrast, but the areas that we ended up highlighting for Hamida was the background. Now you pointed out that the collar, um, might have caused an issue in what she had originally because it didn't stand out enough to you mm, and right. by changing the background it might have helped bring that color forward but then you said something really interesting to me um about well firstly you, we, I'll, I'll explain what you suggested you suggested that you erase the collar underneath the chin so if people are seeing it you erase the collar that's right um and then once the background's finished, you could adjust that collar section. What what about that section of the picture was causing a bit of an issue? Was it because it had blended into the background too much? Well, what it was, the, um, the, the, the question was, what background do we put on? And the, the obvious background to me was a greyish colour. Uh, and it was a greyish collar. So you have a greyish collar and a greyish background. You, you need a bit more contrast between them. And what I made it done is, is actually brilliant. She'd um, lighten the collar and darken the background slightly with a, a grey and a light grey and then the um, 172, which people might remember is a sort of a greyish earthy green, which yeah. I use a lot. And it does work really well for backgrounds as well. And she'd put that on and rubbed it in really well, very smooth. And it worked brilliantly, absolutely brilliantly. So a combination of her and I, I sort of come up with a few ideas and she's, she's fulfilled them and added to them, which was marvellous. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? How the, when you look at a picture, I, I wouldn't have picked up on that, but you you immediately were drawn to that and said, I can't quite make out that section. It's not as clear to me. Um, yeah, that's right. That's and that's something that people can take away from this is when they look at a picture, just seeing if there's any areas like how, how do you make one side more contrasting to the other, the background or the subject or mm. part of the subject? Because we've said it mm. before, there's been pictures that have been sent in and you've said, the thing is you've got like white fur and a white background or greyish fur and a grey background and, and you've got to darken one or the other to get it to right. to, to stand out. That's right. It's, it's, it, it's very difficult when you're starting out to understand that and don't see that. 
but mm. as you go on and, and move on through your art uh, work, you you pick these things up. And yeah. then they sound like, like sore thumbs. This is what happens if I see something. It, ooh, I can see it straight away. Yeah. And uh, other people probably wouldn't pick up so much. The, the thing I've always said is uh, the layman looking at a picture wouldn't really understand what's wrong, but they would know instinctively there was something wrong. Right. And I've heard it, people say that. I can't quite make that out. There's something Something not quite right about that, mm. you know, because they haven't got the experience and they, they have knowledge that uh, the artist has got, they wouldn't pick that up. Yeah. So the idea, in, the, in an ideal situation, the artist really has to try to foresee that happening. Mm. There was another example, uh, Jelka, I think, sent in, I think it was Jelka, sent in the picture of the black cat. And oh, right. and said about the mouth and and exactly those exact words. It was I'm not quite sure what is uh, what's different between mine and and Collins. And you said that it's quite simple. You just got to angle the mouth, slope it downwards, downwards. and mm. and then that's going to be closer to mine. And there you go. Which you Sim- did, and it worked. Yeah, as simple as that. Because if you think about that, as I said, other people wouldn't pick that up. They'd just say, like Jelka said. There's something wrong with it. I can't quite see what it is. But if you think about a cat's mouth, wouldn't do that. Yes. Can't go straight. Yeah, it's it got to come down. at an angle. Coming the way that naturally comes at an angle. Yeah. So you're um, quite right. Very interesting. It is. It is. Um, but yeah, the, the finished picture, you'll see it on the website if you want to, uh, to see that, but it's a good example of, uh, creating that contrast and just making one stand out against the other. And, uh, I thought it would be worth talking about. Um, okay. So let's talk about another thing. Another question This come from Dan and Dan said that, um, he'd like to see if, taking the outline drawing of one of our courses and printing it onto white paper, um, but putting like a, a sandy... So taking the outline drawing and putting a sand-coloured background and printing it onto white-coloured paper would give you a neutral tone to work with rather than hmm. using a sand-coloured paper that he doesn't have at the moment. Yeah, I mean... Why not? Give it a try. I wouldn't do it, but that's me. You know, it's 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 something I would probably resist. But that's not to say it doesn't work. Yeah. And if it does, I mean, we're, we're hopefully Dan will send that to us eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I did mention, and if you're listening, Dan, um, it would be great to see how that worked out because that was pretty much what we had to say. Really, is that I'm not sure how that would work, but you know, in theory, you've got the same tone. He sent us the picture, and it's the same tone as the sand-coloured paper. So, mm. in theory, if you've got a, a good pastel paper there that you're printing onto, interesting. You know. Well, I've, I've said in the past, uh, I didn't get where I am today by following the rules. Mm. I broke nearly every one. And that's, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I broke, I broke rules and it didn't work. They don't all work. <laughs> but if you don't try, you don't know. So why not give it a go? Yeah. And if anyone else out there does decide to do 
something similar or um, has tried it before, I'd be interested to know. We'd be interested to know what what that came out like. Um, mm. With the, some of the pictures, you do choose to do them on white. Um, you have chosen, but those have been predominantly uh, grey tony pictures. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you, when, when you, you you look at a picture, um, I instinctively know the colour that I should use. And with a couple that I've done, one of them people haven't seen yet. It's the one with the, uh, the bathers, you know, the bathers. I can't remember the name. It, was it Jules Surratt? No. Uh, anyway, whatever. It was the bathers. And uh, I couldn't see that on any other colour than white. It, I don't know why. I really don't know why, but it worked out brilliantly. Just one of those things. You, it, it either does or it doesn't. And there was a couple of others. Uh, the pastel one of the Pissario. Yeah, the, all the dots. Pissaro. Yeah, Pissaro yeah. dots. That was in white. I couldn't. I couldn't see any other way of doing it. It's mainly because it needed a white background. Do you see? You had to have that white background, like a watercolor. You have to have that white background coming through. And um, and there was another one. I can't remember what it was now. There was another one I did. That is again. I think it's that is interesting. Oh, sorry, I, 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 Go on. I, think, I, I, I I think it was um, oh, what's his name Van Gogh, the Van Gogh one. Oh, wasn't that on blue? Oh, was it? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was on white. <laughs> anyway, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> there's uh, we're giving away all of the all of the new projects that are coming. But there's yes, there is there is a Van Van Gogh. And it, it was think... the cornfield. It was the cornfield. It was oh, you've Van done Gogh. two. Yeah, you've I, done two. Mm. Yeah. See, well, the cornfield. <laughs> we're telling everyone what we've got coming up, but no, <laughs> that that one was on sand, I think. Uh, was it? Oh well. I'm and right. there was another one that was done on a dark blue. That was definitely Van Gogh. Yes, it was the night scene, wasn't it? Mm. That that's that's very different. I'd not seen that one ever. I'd never seen that before. In fact, when I looked at it, I thought, "Is that a Van Gogh?" And it was. Well, or Van Gogh, we say. The, the, um, in the States, they say Van Gogh, don't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's, anyway. a, fair, there's a fair few. There you go. There's a, there's a few in, introductions, a few, uh, a few uh, spoilers Somebody for the future. Think, oh, got some, lots and lots to come, haven't they? They haven't seen half of it yet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just trying to see where the cornfield is but yeah so it is interesting how you pick different papers for different ones and they and they just speak to you i'm trying to i'm trying to understand the logic behind it but it doesn't sort of seem to be a logic like that can be explained um no all i know is it works every (laughs) picture that every picture that i've ever done has worked because of that reason i mean one of the things i did do which i was quite early on with Pastelmat was the tiger in the water. Yeah. And that that shouted at me dark green. It shouted at me. And it worked. Mm. Sometimes I get kind of mm, do what, what what I could use either or here. But um other time the other thing about it is the impact you want to make. Anything that's done on a dark paper 
you have to work harder at it. So you have more pastel, brighter colors. That's another uh, criteria. So mm. there's quite a lot of um, thought that goes into and should be quite right. There should be a lot of thought going into it before you start. Mm. Mm. We didn't have that problem with the sand colour paper because that was all one colour. It was more straightforward, wasn't it? <laughs> years and years and years and years and years. Now I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Moving on to the last topic for today. It comes from Laura. And Laura said, I was wondering if it's possible to explain the easiest way to get the outline on a finished picture to save for future use. I noticed with the courses, Colin always has the finished a basic outline that is offered so we don't have to freehand it ourselves and it usually matches the finished picture not the original that he freehanded the first time is that done via photoshop and if so is it possible to explain how to get that outline from the picture after com- after it's completed sure. after, oh after it's completed well after it's completed it's very easy i just put it into the computer and um print it out as as a uh, it, the image, it would ha- obviously it would be a, a coloured image. Then I square draw it. Do you, do you trace it, or do you square? When you get the out the outline from your finished picture. Yeah. Well, there's two ways you could do it. If if it's if it's a very very intricate one, you could trace it. Yes, you could do. It. You could trace it. Use it on. Um, Graphite carbon would work for it. When you do that, when you or, or sorry, mm, I, when when you do a picture, so so you've done your finished picture, um, mm. and you do an outline for the members. Mm. You when you create that outline for people, do you trace it from your finished picture, or do you square draw it from your finished picture? It depends on. Usually, I usually I trace it. Or square draw it. It just depends what I want to do. If I want to make it a little bit more, um, because sometimes if you trace it, you've still got to draw it, still got to redraw it. See what I mean? You you can't just put the outlines on. So so I do both. Okay, it, cool. It just depends because you've got to think of. Uh, very often, it's speed of operation. You know, I've got to I've got to get that done quite quickly. So sometimes I do half and half, but invariably I redraw it. Interesting, interesting. So you scan Based on Go on, sorry. I scan the picture in. I scan the picture in on the computer and I get it to the size that I want it because very often I blow it up because I use quite small and I think no, I'll increase that by ten percent. So I, I do that and when I've got that finished picture then I can work it out. It's sometimes difficult because you've got um you've got areas that you can't really see so you've got a guesswork and this is where if you were to just trace it you you wouldn't get quite the image you want so then you've got you've got really got to redraw it Uh, so if it if it's got to be redrawn so much then it's probably quicker to to, uh, square draw it right and then you and then you can work on that Okay. It's a, there's different ways to do it. It's interesting hearing the process. So when you create your outline drawing from from scratch, you know, so you say, I want to do this picture oh. for members, mm. and um, you create an outline drawing. Uh, do, you draw, do you draw straight onto your – if it's a paper that you can draw onto, do you draw straight no. onto it? 
No, no, no. I always put a line draw. Always do a line drawing, um, and I've always done that. Funny enough, because you, if you start drawing straight onto pastel paper, and I, I, I'm not infallible. I, I make quite a few mistakes, and then you have to rub them out. And if you start rubbing out, you're going to you're going to ruin the, uh, the surface, mm. especially on pastel. It's not a good idea. So I always produce a square drawing. Generally, it's a square drawing uh, for the image, and then I redraw that. Well, people have seen it. Yeah, they, they get an, they get a basic outline, and then you redraw it hmm. based on what you see. Very often, I change things from yeah. the original picture. Yeah, Which so is... you couldn't trace that because it wouldn't it wouldn't come through. You've got to you've got to you've got to make those fine adjustments. Hmm. And sometimes major adjustments as well. Mm. So you create the outline drawing from your from the reference picture you're working on using a square drawing mm. system. Get the mm. one that you're working on, and then, um, as you say, sometimes when you're doing a picture, you may tweak and change things. There's been like compositions changes and mm. stuff like that as you're working on the picture, which is mm. always interesting to to see your process in that. And then when you're done with it and you say this is the finished picture you've finished filming the the course mm. you create the version of the outline that you want mm. members to mm. to use and follow yeah um sometimes if i've got a project um which i've something i've got to, i'm going to be doing soon uh, a project where i have to have the line drawing to start with that's trickier because you've got to stick to it then you can't change it See what I mean? And um, if I if I get this image as I want it, I can't then muck around with it while I'm doing the drawing. Yeah. Otherwise, it won't bear any resemblance to it. But I would have committed myself right from the beginning. This is the line drawing I'm going to give you, folks. Now I'm going to show you how to draw it. Yeah. See what I mean? So yeah. I can't change it then. That's that's too late. <laughs> but that that that's something I wouldn't normally do. But I have done. Mm. but I'm then I'm very aware that I have to stick to stick to my guns yeah yeah I can't do any major changes you can still do little tweaks and usually if that happens I tell people while I'm doing it yeah so see what I mean yeah yeah so very complicated it's interesting to understand your process though I think um people might not have realized uh the work that goes in and into creating the uh the resources for um for the courses and also how you do that using the square drawing and mm. i think that's really good for people to know that that is a method that you use yourself we've always said about mm. the square drawing it's it's nothing to be shying away from it's a really good teaching aid and the fact that you, you still use it to check your proportions and for freehand drawing to create these outlines is mm. it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, lots, of, lots of professional artists use lots of different ways of uh, getting their image on. Light boxes is another way you could do it. Uh, they've been quite popular in the past. In the old days, they used to use those a lot. Mm. That and the grid system was, is pretty pretty ancient, really. Mm. But, uh, I mean, the, the thing is, when you get a picture, reference picture, you look at that and you say, the first thing I say is, 
what can I change? How can I alter this? How can I adjust it? So, so you couldn't use that picture solely because otherwise you're stuck with what you, you draw. Yeah. But you can change things. That recent one, which I was telling you about with the, um, the landscape I did, the recent landscape with the buildings, I did quite a lot of changes on that. And I did it as I went along as well. So although I had a basic outline, I, I, I rubbed a lot of it out and, and then had to make it up after that because wow. it wasn't there. Wow. So there, there are a lot of things that you have to change and have to alter. Mm. So every time you get a basic line drawing, see, people, when they see my basic line drawing, I, I very often show them that. And then I tell them that I've, I've redrawn it especially if it's on um, white pastel mat, not white pastel mat, white trace down on dark pastel mat. Um, You have to redraw that. Uh, I had to do it with this this last picture I've just done Mm. quite a lot. And the the feathers, because it's a bird, bore no resemblance to the original (laughs) in the end. Completely different. And I tell people halfway through, I said, this is, I'm sorry, this is not going to work out exactly the same, but it's me. It's the way I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I've also got to bear in mind when I'm doing that, other people are want to have to do it. Of course. Of course. It's no good, no good making it impossible for them to copy it. Yeah. And so the outline drawing that you'll create for them is going to perhaps be a little bit more structured oh, it, very much so yes it completely yes it was completely different to the one that i started out with yeah <laughs> well, not completely but the feathers are feathers are always i can't remember an occasion where i've stuck rigidly to the feather mm. composition on a picture i've always changed it mm. oh, i can't think of it i think you have to mm. feathers are something really hair is another one now hair I never draw hair, ever. I just put an outline in and then use the pencils, which I did on this uh, uh, portrait I've just done. Wow. That's why I was having such a tussle with it. Yeah. And um, I I tell people the secret too. I overdid the hair on this one. I made it too too big, too wide, because I couldn't, because the background was an awful background. You couldn't see the hair very clearly. And uh, so I had to rub that out. Wow. So so I rubbed my line out. So then I didn't have any lines to follow. <laughs> wow. Gosh. That does sound tricky. Yeah. So if I, you know, it is, oh, it is tricky. But when I redrew that for the um, members, I just drew an outline of my finished picture. Yeah. So they, they, they can just follow that. But they've still got to, when it comes to it, they've still got to do their own thing with the hair. You can't wow. draw that. It's, you just can't draw hair. Yeah. Oof. Not curly hair anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that is a test in itself. <laughs> it's a good oh, lesson. Yes. Um, just to, to touch basically uh, on the, go back to the outline, because um, Laura mentioned, is that done via Photoshop and, and obviously we've explained that it isn't, but I would be interesting, interested to hear if anyone out there that is good with Photoshop, it's kind of the new age version, I suppose, the more modern version of what you're saying about these light boxes and tracing, whether it's mm. possible to get an outline from a picture on Photoshop. And if that is successful, then 
um i'd love to 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 know how to do that so we could share that with anyone else out there that is mm. more technologically minded mm. i i because i'm old school i would have my reservations about that i think it, you've got to have always got to have a hand in it somewhere you know you've got, you've got to use your um skills and your ideas rather than use something that uh, is kind of computer made mm. but that's only me that's my that might well be a better way of doing it mm. i suppose there's a there's, there's there's some flexibility with that if you created an outline drawing from photoshop and you trace that onto your paper then you can choose what details you put in mm. and still have a hand in in crafting the outline that you want but i suppose it does a lot it potentially can do a lot of the legwork um i guess that's 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 true yeah so so anyway yeah laura if you do try that or if anyone else out there knows how to do that on photoshop please do share it with us and and we will share it with everyone else that's uh that's listening but really good topic for discussion i'm, I'm glad you sent that in laura and thanks dad for explaining about your process a bit more uh going into a bit more detail about all that i think that's been super interesting that's all right okay cool all right well um a little bit longer than normal this week for a podcast but i hope you've all enjoyed it i hope all the, the discussions have been interesting and helpful uh i look forward to hearing how you're getting on with the next picture dad next week give us an all an update when we tune in back in will with you will do brilliant okay and that's it for this week thanks everyone for listening i'm stephen bradley and I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.